This is Kenny Mock with the Heart of the Story podcast. Welcome to the Heart of the Story, where true inspiration begins with Tracy Lynn Russell. Hi, this is Tracy, and on this episode of the Heart of the Story podcast, we're going to be talking about living history with our family. How do we live our story in the midst of COVID-19 and the pandemic that has radically changed the world? You know, what do we want our children to remember about this time, to remember about us, and about their faith? Well, I don't know about you, but this time has been really a mix of emotions for me. Some moments I'm just soaking in seeing the faces of my children home from college. And then honestly, at other minutes, I'm pulling out my hair as everybody is online and working in different parts of the house. And I'm stressed out watching social media, especially politics. And then I'm laughing when I get to see a family do a really creative skit on YouTube and post some crazy dance. And I recently read a post that said, if you don't come out of this time of staying at home by learning a new skill, having more time to exercise or building closer relationships with your family, you really missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Well, today you're not going to miss out on the opportunity because we're going to be talking to Kenny Mock about leaving a life imprint and creating a family story a legacy story. And today's show is going to be a great encouragement to you that now is the time to embrace your story. And you know, we don't have to live in the fear of what's going on. We can actually grab the life God has for us and know that he has a plan and it all ends well. So before we get to the podcast, I wanted to answer a letter that I've received from a person who is going to remain anonymous. Dear Tracy, my husband left me and my three daughters in January. Right now, it's really hard to be alone and raising my children. I know he's showing some signs of turning around, but it's really hard. Will you pray for us and do you have any advice? First of all, I pray for every person who writes me, and I know that the heat has really been turned up on marriages right now. So I've actually gotten many letters. Um, Even in the best situations, marriages are being really stressed and strained right now, financially, emotionally, and spiritually. So although you do not have your husband present, I want you to know that many other people are struggling too, and so you are not alone. And I'm really grateful that you ask me for prayer because I do believe in times when we can't find answers or control other people's behavior that we're not only called to tough love, but also strong times of prayer. I also want you to know that I believe that you will discover in this time that you are stronger than you know, and that you do have what it takes to parent your girls and to provide a safe and happy little world for them right now. And in the words of a verse from the book of Esther, who knows, Anonymous, if it's for such a time as this, that God would be using this COVID-19 situation to bring a new redemptive awareness to your husband. You never know what God is up to. So I pray you are healthy and really the Lord's blessings on your precious family as you are weathering the story together. We'll be coming back with Kenny Mock's interview right after this. Are you looking for a speaker with a passion to inspire other women into kingdom action? Tracy Lynn Russell is ready to come and share inspiration from the heart of the story with your group. 
Her greatest desire is to help people connect to the power of their own story to advance their unique calling in this world. By connecting with your story, relationships can be mended and hearts can be healed. She believes we can all change the world, sharing one God story at a time with one person at a time and one day at a time. To find out how you can book Tracy for your next speaking engagement, go to tracylynrussell.com and request information under the speaker tab. That's tracylynrussell.com. Thanks for joining me again with the Heart of the Story podcast as we begin to hear Kenny's journey into leaving a legacy, a life imprint, writing a letter, and researching his own family story. Kenny Mock, thank you so much for joining me on the Heart of the Story podcast today. Great to be with you, Tracy. It is such an honor and a privilege to have you here, and I'm actually looking at a copy of your amazing book, Leaving Your Life Imprint, and it's an amazing story that will inspire your own. I love this book that you have written, and I'm so excited to have you talk with us today. Honored to be here. Well, um, before we started, I wanted to fill our listeners in on what we were kind of discussing before we started the podcast, and that is that so many people I talk to, Kenny, say, I don't have a story, and maybe it wasn't something dramatic or it wasn't something that they feel like is even a story. And yet every person has a story, don't they? They do. Everyone has a story. Um, And so stories really impact and shape the way we look at our lives and the way we interact with others. And they offer that legacy to others. So it's important to know our stories. And so I want to hear about your journey because you're such a great example (laughs) of a successful man who really was uncertain. What's your story, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Um, well, what, my story is, is pretty interesting in this way. You know, I, I read about a professor at, uh, at a college that had cancer, and he either had a chance to tell his story or he had to walk out with his wife, what she wanted him to do, which was to spend his remaining days with his, his children mm-hmm. and her. And he had a very, very difficult decision. He had stage, stage four cancer. And so he chose to try and do both. And it was very difficult because he wanted to tell his story. And he did. And it, it, it ended up selling millions and millions of copies. But I, his story actually made me think about my own life right. and realize, wait a second. I want to tell my story while I'm living. Right. I don't want to wait. And I want to, I want to find out what my story is so I can give it to my kids. And my, my epiphany happened when we, when we went to the attorney's office, my wife and I. And uh, I've been successful in, with two legacy companies. And I was ready to, you know, go, I'm glad I got that over with the attorney. And we did. Did our land and all mm-hmm. of that. But then on the way home, I really started thinking about what do I have really that matters that my kids can have beyond my lifetime. Wow. Which is leaving your life imprint. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it turned it up to, I realized it took me two years to do this, but I started realizing this was almost like a storybook and a movie that was like in black and white coming to, to fruition every day as I was studying. I'd, and I started out, I started laughing. I started taking my clinics because I was finding out jewels about 
and the riches of, of a story that I had no idea about. Wow. So before this, were you a writer? Were you a journaler? Were you making connections I, I was, to the story I was a therapist life? for a good 15, 20 years. Okay. So you were listening then, to other people's stories yeah, I was. all day long. I was. Okay. That's exactly right. I, I mean, I, I wanted people to be empowered by their own story. Right. And, I, and that's what the book ultimately is about is that we minimize mm-hmm. our story. We do. And, and that's, that is not what God intended. God right. wants us to be empowered by understanding the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything about the story. You see his redemptive grace. And that's, and that's really what I kind of got me invo- involved in doing my own research. Mm-hmm. So. I love what you're saying. And I want to hear a little bit more about this research because you not only looked into your story, but the deeper story of your family history, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, my six-time great-grandfather, I did not know, but I found out, I heard he was from Germany, and so I actually found out, and he was, but that's all I knew. We didn't know anything else, so I actually studied about him. He was uh, 25 years old. His family was persecuted for being Lutheran. Wow. They would take these Lutheran boys and put them on the front lines, and uh, a lot of them were getting killed, so my six-time great-grandfather's parents had enough money to give him the golden ticket to come to America. Unbelievable. And this last year, my wife and I actually went and saw the very place where he left to come to America. That ship was called Samuel, and that particular was a British ship, and it got, it got rocked so bad that the, the uh, captain said it was one of the worst trips he'd ever experienced in his career as a captain wow. many, many years. And yet he was on this boat with all these families. People died. Pe- babies were born. You know, and he's chronologizing all this. And all of a sudden, he comes to America at 25 years old. He said goodbye to everybody he knew. And, and he came to America and started. He, he, won, he wanted his faith and he wanted his family to be raised in a place where he wasn't persecuted. Wow. How did you find out that information? Did you oh, read journals? Ancestry, or? ancestry and then doing uh, library research, getting on sites and meeting other people that had even chronicled other stories about my family that I didn't know about. Wow. So I learned, I met people, and it was pretty exciting just to you know, go through that. But what I'm finding is that, you know, I, I've done a lot of funerals over the last few years, and I, I hate to, to say it, but a lot of people don't, they don't find their story. So we have to kind right. of, at the end of someone's life, we kind of put Piece all this it stuff together. and put it up on these. Right. And it, but it's like, why, why don't we share that story along as life is going on it's so true you know and so that that was really the impetus behind starting the the book one one interesting thing happened that you'll i think you'll appreciate in the german heritage uh you don't name anybody but from a german name you you name after your ancestors well my uh peter hans mock my six-time great grandfather that came over he had a son named frederick which is the line that i was from he had i think 10 or 12 kids but frederick named his second son Samuel wow. after the British boat. The British ship. And he broke, he broke family tradition. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that he, he was that. so enthralled by the story. And, and he actually was the one that actually, of all the brothers and sisters, he actually traveled throughout the United States more than he should have, you know, on a, on a wagon train. And he loved that whole story because he was the voyager. He was the guy that wanted to wanted to go across the into Ohio, and that's where my family ended up being. So that's all those all those things, you know, and you know, something happened, and I realized why my 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 grandfathers were angry. 
I learned that through this. There was through a loss, and I was like, "Why are why are the my Men family so, so angry?" angry. Mm-hmm. It does never see unresolved loss is rage, and that right. so that's kind of as a therapist, I was like, "Wow, I finally figured out." You figured it so, out. So not only is is looking at your ancestry about the story, but it's also helping you. I learned some th- valuable things about you know the importance about forgiving. Right, and I just think there's such an art in reflection in our life that we're able to look through the pieces of our life and find those storylines where we still live out parts of our of our ancestor story today right yeah. and I think it's interesting because I actually come from a big German background so my grandmother's name was Schumacher <laughs> okay. uh, like spelled this very similar and then my father's name was Gumpf so wow. all German and what you're talking about with the men in the family especially on my grandmother's side angry mad fighters mm-hmm. you know and i'm just wondering now i'm curious where that came from yeah you know yeah i mean the the loss uh this young man that they that he named his son after samuel ended up dying and that on the same trip on this big trip oh. to ohio the minute they pulled in he died and everybody split wow he had kids and everything and the, the his wife left so it was just a big bad mess right but nobody dealt with that and so i finally figured out where where is this anger coming from that's really neat yeah. so i'm from what my family is from ohio too what really? area in ohio yeah what area were did you where's southern your ohio from? near okay. the portsmouth area and um Scioto. okay uh, and my yeah. family's from dayton ohio okay but i'm not really familiar that, with that's ohio not, that's, so. that's not too far you know yeah it's just up the road you know Columbus so, and Dayton. so tell me a little bit more. Tell me a little bit more of what you discovered, because this is just so interesting that yeah. you've researched your life and you went back and now you're finding not only just the history, but you're finding the emotional connections yeah. to your family story. And I think that's really powerful to discover that. I think one of the, the important things that I learned is that my family were risk takers. Um, and I didn't know why I had that in my genes. I also found out that they loved the country. I don't, I've lived in the city my entire life except for the last five years. And now I love the country because that's my heritage. And I didn't, you know, I, here I've been a city boy all my life, but now for the last five years, I'm out in the country, I'm around horse farms, I'm enjoying the pond behind our house, I'm fishing. I love all that. All these things that was in my DNA and that I really struggled with living in the city now i'm enjoying that and now i look back all my family was from the country wow so you're not only making the emotional but also the connections to things that you like and enjoy and you resonate with just these areas that you are realizing there's a deep connection there yeah and i think we've lost the art of this whole process in our culture because we're moving so fast we never take time to reflect it's interesting i mean interstates are all around nashville but i always take the back roads and I, I don't know. It takes me more time, but I, I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying the moments of life. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, Kenny, I love your whole story because I feel like this book is the back roads of life that we don't often travel on, that there's a back road to our history, mm-hmm. to who we are as people, yeah. and to who we are, um, how God made us. Yeah. But we need to know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that admonishment in the Old Testament, like remember the stories, teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Yeah. And you're really doing that. You're able to really reach, reach back, reach in, and then look, reach forward with what you've yeah. learned. You know, at Christmas time, sharing with my kids and my grandkids about these stories, it's so great to see my grandkids. They started at the back of the room. And as I'm sharing, you know, more mm-hmm. and more about their, you know, their ancestral story, this is their blood and and uh bloodline and and by the end they're sitting on my lap 
wanting to ask questions. You right. know, and that's what's really touching is because I'm now imprinting to my kids and my grandkids. Right. And so that they can have a story that live beyond my lifetime. Right. You are the model of what I'm doing right now, Kenny. I'm so <laughs> excited I'm talking to you because yeah. our story is the most powerful way to communicate in the world. Yeah. You know, God really wired our brains to understand uh, the meaning of life and yeah. our life in story. You know, yeah. the Bible is a story. And to do that for your grandchildren and your children yeah. is really incredible. And so it doesn't surprise me that they want to come sit on uh, Grandpa Kenny's <laughs> lap <laughs> and come hear the stories. Yeah. That's yeah. really a powerful gift. And it's a gift yeah. that you're giving them. Yeah. Um, do you share with them some of your personal struggles too? Or is it mostly just past struggles in the family? Well, you know, I with my own kids, I, I always tell them that, you know, life is it's 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 full of chapters and right. and God is the ultimate he he'll takes all those chapters and he makes it beautiful right if you if you'll trust him and you know one of the, one of the things I'm very passionate about is I love for people to find through Christ that their story has additional chapters redemptive chapters so true you know that you don't have to always you know he paid it all right. you know not some he paid it all mm-hmm. you know when he went to Calvary and sometimes we forget that that's for somebody else, you know, but God, can, can, he really, can he really make a new chapter in all the messes that I've mm-hmm. created? And he can. He can. Because he said, I paid it all. I know. And Everything. I think, yeah, and Every I think sin. about I'm the author and the perfecter of your faith. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. alpha, the omega. And, you know, that's just so, so good of God to know that he has that whole story. And sometimes we feel like, oh, that's the end of my story. But Mm -hmm. the best words a writer can hear is that's not the end of the story. This isn't the end. You know, when I was young in my career, I I had single parents at college that I was responsible for. Wow. And they taught me so much about life Mm -hmm. that just all the things that they had to juggle between, you know, raising a child by themselves, having to put in the dad hat, the mom hat you know, the transportation had, the, you know, the taxi cab. But they taught me so much about, you know, taking the risk because I was trying to help them realize you can go back to school. You can make something of your life. And here I'm, I'm in my mid-20s and they're in their late 30s and they're teaching me so much about perseverance, about, you know, resiliency. And I, that's their story. That's so awesome. And God can use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those kids that come from single parents, they're, they're here. Their moms are heroes and dads. It's so neat. And it's so neat that you can look back and see that example lived out for you, even in the difficulties, because I think sometimes that I deal with um, people sharing their story, they're like, oh, well, that's not good or that, you know, it's not this happy. But you're saying we can mine for that gold, even in the struggles of life, that we can learn the character mm-hmm. that of enduring difficulty and hard times. And yeah. that's so neat. You know, the other thing I, I, I love about my kids is I, I, write, I write letters to them because that's another, that's another aspect of them seeing their dad in a different light. My, their, their mom's always on the phone with them, but right. I'm, I'm very busy. So when I, when I write, I, I intentionally write them something. They're very special. They're all special to my heart. Every, all three of them are so different. And yet they'll, they'll come and say, Dad, I, I'm keeping those letters. And, you I know, love that. And that, that means so much to me because um, I, wa- I want them to pass on letters to their kids and mm-hmm. their grandkids. Because that's, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking when I'm look when I was looking at some of the hair, some of the letters were just moving to, right. to, that, you know, they're leaving. That's that, that was their imprints back in the old days. Right. Was leaving letters 
and writing letters because some of them were so far away from each other mm -hmm. that that was all that they could do and they couldn't travel. Mm -hmm. So letters were the next best thing to actually being there. Yeah, I think we've lost a lot of that with texting and text messaging oh, yeah. phones. <laughs> but um, I want to share a story with you. Are you ready for this one? Sure. So I just want to affirm you in your love for your kids by writing them letters. Um, I had a godly mother that when she passed away, I mean, she was just my heart and soul. And I spent two years looking through her house, praying that she had written me a letter. Mm. And I went through all of her things. And, you know, I would find, go to the dentist, or I'd find a sticky note that said, you know, call for that appointment. Yeah. And I looked, and I looked, and I looked. And I never found that letter. And I, I had cards, or I had things that, you know, she had saved all my artwork. And um, one day I came home, and I was so sad. I just, my husband's an engineer, and I just plopped on the bed, and I said, I never got the letter. I never got the message. Mm -hmm. And um, he's an engineer, so he's not as prolific with words. But he looked at me one day and he said, Tracy, he said, you're the letter. Like mm -hmm. everything she did for you, she yeah. wanted you to do that for our kids. Like she loved you and she put that in you. And now you mm -hmm. get to be the letter to the world to remind people yeah. that it's so important. And your message is beautiful, Kenny, that mm -hmm. we don't have to wait till the funeral to write those. I mean, yeah. we only get this little window of time and then we yeah. never know when that's that door closes and that opportunity. And so I don't know if you have these Tracy, but I, I have these mockisms that I call them and, and uh, oh, this is funny. This I is, uh, this. You know, one of to, and it has to do with risk taking, uh, the greatest tragedy in life is not to have feared death, but to have lived your whole life and to have never lived. So my thing is live, live, live. In other words, you know, now's the time to embrace your story. Right. Don't, you know, don't, don't live life through all fear of, of trying to actually live. Actually grab it and realize God has a plan for every one of our life. You know, Jeremiah says, right, mm -hmm. you know, I, have, I have a plan for you, not to harm you, but a one that's a future. And um, so I, I just want to encourage people that are listening mm -hmm. that to grasp hold of this message about story and that God's the author of our story. Mm -hmm. He's, he's uh, and he ends always well. I love that because it can be tempting when it's not so great <laughs> to forget that. Right. right? It's, right. it's hard to trust him that he can turn the page and yeah. that he can write a new story in our lives every day. Well, Tracy, I just want to let you know that this book, um, you can get it on Amazon and those other things. But I encourage people to just send a donation to KennyMock.com mm -hmm. and we will send you based on your donation. We, we have a suggested donation of $20 because it candles the postage and, mm -hmm. and, and, and mailing. But all of that goes to feeding these veterans and, and let's be here all the great stories that they have and um, we take care of them and give them snacks and we take them on trips and so these that's what this money's uh, for it's to help them that's a, so neat what was the name of the the veteran ministry or life care foundations okay dot org is, is uh, if people want to want to know and they want to see what's going on with that but uh, yeah I love that so you're not only encouraging people to share their story but you're letting the men that have served our country share their story too absolutely so, Kenny, thank you so much for joining me on The Heart yeah. of the Story. You have blessed me so much, and I just really admire you. I hope that our listeners will um, be definitely challenged to live there, to leave a legacy, a life imprint for their children, to write that letter, and to really research the story of their life, too. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been my honor. Thank you. 
thank you so much for joining me again today. And if you are interested in Kenny's book, you can go to kennymock.com and simply send him a donation for the book. Again, Kenny's book is really for anyone who is interested in learning to leave a life imprint and knowing that their money for that book goes to feeding veterans and taking care of them at lifecarefoundations.org. Thanks so much. And I'm so excited to meet with you on the next episode of the Heart of the Story podcast. Would you like a way to find your story every day? Go to tracylynrussell.com and register for the free download on her website. Are you looking for hope, healing, or just a big hug of encouragement for your marriage? Go to SaveMyMarriageStory.com. Gain free access to the free email stories delivered right to your inbox. I wrote these stories for people just like you who want to see the power of God in your marriage. Let these seven devotionals encourage your heart or share them with a friend. Go to SaveMyMarriageStory.com and you'll also receive the link to our story in the James Dobson Family Talk Show. That's SaveMyMarriageStory.com.